Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary friends. Welcome back to Multicultural TV Talk, a Media Village podcast where we bring you exclusive interviews with talent and creatives from across entertainment, discovering their stories and how they're changing the face of stardom across the media. As always, I am your host, Juan Ayala. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get to talking. So today's guest is an actor you may know from Grease Live, The Baker and the Beauty, A California Christmas, and here to talk with us about their latest series, Maggie. Streaming now on Hulu, it's David Del Rio. David, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Oh. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, so uh, let's dive into Maggie. So uh, the show centers on a young woman who's a psychic uh, <clears throat> by trade and who actually can see the future. And uh, for mm -hmm. the first time, she sees herself in a glimpse of the future when she meets your character, Ben. So what was that sort of dynamic? Um, of course, like in the script, you know, so much in advance and sort of having to uh, keep things fresh for your actual like performance. So what was it like juggling that in the show? when you're working with an actor like Rebecca Rittenhouse, things are a little bit uh, smooth sailing. Uh, yeah. You know, we, from the first time we met while we were doing a, a chemistry read when I was auditioning for the part of Ben, you know, we were doing a chemistry read through Zoom. And yeah. our, I mean, we the, that was our number one goal, just to create chemistry, uh, uh, whether, to be funny that that was another thing you know or whether to kind of get those moments down for the producers and the creatives that was a whole other issue but with zoom we were like let's just try to create as much chemistry as we can in in, in you know two separate screens in two different states and and all that <laughs> stuff and that sort of mentality mentality kind of went uh, throughout the whole series, basically. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, it, it's, it's kind of easy, really. I, really, when you're working with someone like Rebecca, it's, 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 it's really easy. And it's all about really having fun and, and also understanding the balance between how much we lean, lean in towards each other and how much we kind of back away from each other so we can kind of give the audience a story of a good, healthy, will they, won't they uh, mm. scenario. Um, but yeah, I, it's the, the number one things that we were just concentrating on really, really having fun and getting to know each other when those cameras were rolling. And, you know, I guess not to sound uh, very technical or sort of like less uh, emotional, but, you know, the, the editing helps you out as well. So uh, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're you know, very happy with how with how it turned out. Um, I, I love that it's such a fun and lighthearted show, which these days I always appreciate when there's a show like that amidst all the craziness going on in the world. Um, so what was that like, sort of getting to work on sort of a lighthearted comedy when um, there are so many shows out there that are like dark and uh, implementing things like COVID into the story and this is just so separate from all of that? I don't know what's been going on with my career lately in terms of uh, being part of projects that are nice and light and bring people like joy and happiness in a time of you know the, this this dark time that we've been living in like you know baker and the beauty and the christmas uh california christmas movies and and now maggie uh you know you really figure out the the temperature of the world these days of, of, of what they are looking for you know yeah. and it's really nice to be part of a piece where people can relax into it and really, and really binge it with no sort of stress or tension. And I think that that's a, that's a really great accomplishment that, that Maggie does. And it, it, but it was kind of really uh, on set, it was that so, 
sort of same energy where we all realized how lucky we are to do this, first of all, and how lucky we are that we're all still safe to do this, first of all. And there are protocols to protect us and the crew, uh, um, you know, because safety was the number one thing that was the most important. And sort of that gratefulness of kind of still being able to churn out episodes during this time was something that translated into our scenes as well. Well, we don't know if we're going to be back next year, so let's just try to have as much fun and try to commit to our characters and try to really receive and give scene by scene uh, the best way we can. And so I think a, a, a big cloud of gratefulness was over our, our over our set, and I'm really really glad to be hearing the same thing that you've been saying which is you know my gosh i really really needed this show as if it's a i don't know as if it's just some kind of medicine uh, you know a little bit which is which is which is always nice to hear and uh, i'm curious with uh with your character ben how similar would you say you are to him well i don't have uh, uh love triangles in my life i, I I'm, a, I'm a one i'm a one, one woman man Proudly, uh, but uh, but I would say that uh, you know Ben's a, a history teacher, and uh, history was my favorite my favorite uh, uh, you know subject at school. And I I do teach uh, from time to time. Anytime that I'm asked uh, uh, to go teach, I I kind of give my time to do that. But I I also think that when it comes to trying to figure yourself out. I mean, Ben's kind of going through crimes of the heart in the show, you know, and I wouldn't say I'm going through crimes of the heart, but I can always relate to that kind of struggle because we've all been there. And so I really kind of tapped into of the, what does my heart want kind of thing. And I, you know, I get confused by it. I get frustrated by it. Then when I have an answer, I get enlightened by it. And then what happens in my life, uh, before I met my wife is like, oh, I think I know what I want. And I think I know uh, what my heart wants. And then you kind of get completely crushed, you know? And so uh, uh, those are those uh, heartbreaks, heartaches, and as well as those sort of figuring out who you are is something that I relate to. And I think any man can really relate to who watches it. And with the show sort of focusing so much on like, fate and destiny versus like our free will and just making our own choices and living life how we want. What do you want audiences to take away from the series? Well, even someone who can see the future can figure their love life out or can figure their adult life out. So that should kind of be reassuring to a lot of people. (laughs) You know what I mean? Even if you have the answers, life has a way to surprise you. And all you got to do is kind of open your eyes and really take in life and don't even double think it, but just go for the ride. And I think, uh, uh, you know, it really taps into a, a lot of different avenues that lead to the same destination of live in the moment. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's uh, uh, I think that's what I want really the audience to take away from the show. Given that the name of our show is Multicultural TV Talk, we always like to touch on uh, uh, diversity and representation. So we always ask our guests, um, what's the earliest memory you have of uh, uh, seeing a performance or anything that made you feel represented for the first time growing up? Wow, that's a great question. Uh, That really takes me back one because I I used to imitate and do his pieces word for word for my family because I was just 
so in awe of him was, was uh, John Leguizamo and his HBO, you know, uh, specials that mm. sometimes Spike Lee directed, but I think it was like Freak or Clown or something like that. And I would just, I, I, just the idea of, of him being uh, uh, just as, just to see a uh, dual language piece like that. I, I'd never seen it told in such a, a beautiful way as John Leguizamo did. So I would say John Leguizamo was a, a, an early influence of mine for sure. As soon as you said like his pieces, I was like, he's going to say John. <laughs> right, right, right. He's just he's, such an influential guy. He's an icon. Um, yeah. And in sure. continuing to, to to branch out and do so much, he has like, he's a Broadway show coming, like a musical, his first musical. Like I'm in New York, so I'm so excited to see that once I get to town. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, uh, also something we'd like to ask our guests. So if you had this sort of like back to the future moment and you ran into your 13 year old self and you could give them any advice, what would you say? Yeah, I I would say, uh, you know, I would say that's a that's a good question. I guess I would say just chill out, <laughs> uh, <just laughs> chill out a little bit, you know, it's all going to be okay. Uh, but I, I, I would also say that, you know, you're a nerd now and you're always going to be a nerd and just be okay with that. And, 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 and it's fun and it's fun. You know, I, uh, I'm a cinephile, you know, and I, I grew up with a lot of uh, uh, kids who didn't know who, Dustin Hoffman was, you know, but, but I kind of, I would always just watch these old movies and, and in my adult life, I kind of would say to myself, well, my gosh, what am I contributing to conversations here? And I'd say, you know what, just get over that. You know, a lot about a little, little bit, you know what I mean? Better than trying to speak up. Like, you know, a lot about a lot. Those are the kind of people that really annoy me. Um, And so I would tell my 13 year old self, Hey, you're a nerd, stay a nerd. And uh, you'll meet someone who uh, you'll meet someone who's going to really, really love you. Well, David, thank you so much for, for taking the time to chat with us today. Um, if anyone wants to give you a follow on Instagram or anyone on social media, where can they find you? I'll uh, just Instagram at David Del Rio. Awesome. And folks, as always, you can find us at MediaVillage.com on Instagram. Head over to MediaVillage.com for all of our reviews, interviews, podcasts, and more. Maggie is now streaming on Hulu, so make sure you go binge the entire season. I'm Juan Ayala, and you're listening to Multicultural TV Talk.